All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Pastor Eli James here. This is February 6, 2022, and the Voice of Christian Israel. Haven't heard back from Pastor Martins yet, but a question in the chat room was asked about whether or not, uh, as reported by Jim Stone, uh, whether or not uh, there's a, ma- a mandate of vaccines in South Africa. Well, apparently there has been because, according to Business Tech, there is a landmark legal challenge against mandatory COVID vaccines in South Africa. This is dated 19 January, so only a couple of weeks ago. And it says this, and I'll get to the Senior Van Rensburg uh, prophecy uh, very, very quickly. Trade Union Solidarity has launched a legal challenge against the University of the Free State, UFS, over its planned mandatory COVID-19 COVID-19 vaccine policy for staff and students. The union said it also plans to file several other court cases regarding mandatory vaccinations in the workplace. According to Solidarity, its first case against the Small Enterprise Employers of South Africa, SEESA, will be heard in the labor court of Johannesburg on 27 January, so that's about a week ago. We don't know what the result of that is. Uh, News out of South Africa comes slowly. (laughs) These legal challenges are expected to act as some of the first test cases and provide clarity around vaccine mandates in the public and business sectors. At the moment, the South African labor market is faced with huge uncertainty regarding whether employers may compel their employees or even universities, their students, to get vaccinated. Okay, uh, interesting. And, of course, the article goes on to say that... uh, the inefficiency of the government <laughs> makes all these things very difficult to know, understand, and implement. So that's the quick update of the situation there. Uh, okay, Swamp Fox asks, are they mandatory in German or in Germany? <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, because uh, the South Africans speak Dietz, or Afrikaans, which is a form of German. Yeah, a very good question. Yeah, so yeah, the, the cowboys, we are the cowboys, and we need to rustle up the cattle and drive the cattle through Washington, D.C., all right, and uh, destroy the mandates here. My understanding is they have already been destroyed in Britain because of so many lawsuits being filed against the government. It has simply hampered the government from doing business, and that's why Boris Johnson, Johnson rather, dropped all mandates okay and uh in canada i don't know if they're filing lawsuits but uh, this seems to be the way of doing it right now is to file lawsuits slow the government down prevent and actually this by this means police officers can find out what's actually going on yeah i don't know if they're a mandatory in germany uh the german people are fighting against it yeah i'm pretty sure they are right in germany but uh, germany is also a in the vanguard of fighting against the hoax called covid and uh, the vaccination program so uh, i'm expecting all i don't know about australia <laughs> australia is deep into it but i've also heard that the mandates have been, are being lifted in australia as well so we'll keep our eyes on that situation so uh Pastor Martins has not yet called in, so I'm assuming he won't be able to join us today. So I'm going to go back to the prophecies of Sina Renz- Van Rensburg. 
from the Scrib D site, which I'm pretty sure will open for everybody. It's an online case. I'm a subscriber to Scrib D, so it opens for me automatically. I don't know if you, uh, people, other people opening it can read it or not. But uh, we we covered the, a quick introduction by Senior Van Rensburg's granddaughter, who is the one who apparently wrote the book on his life, and uh, we were ended right at the preface. So I will begin with the preface. Prophet or bearer of an apocalypse. During the last quarter of the previous century and the first quarter of this century, which of course the 20th century, no one was more well known in the Western Transvaal than Nicholas Van Rensburg, the seer. He was a legend during his lifetime and not only did well-known generals of the Boer War like Delaray and Kemp believe that he was a prophet, but statesmen like Generals Herzog, Louis Botha, and J.C. Smuts on more than one occasion witnessed, even in Parliament. Oh, okay, here comes Pastor Martins. Okay, Pastor Martins, are you with us? Good evening, Pastor yeah. Eli. Yes, yeah. I finally managed, <laughs> I finally managed to get um, uh, onto Skype on my cell phone. Oh, really? Oh, my goodness. About a half an hour ago, prior to the uh, commencement of the program, I had a system shutdown and rather a system failure, and I attempted to shut down, and it took me half an hour just to shut down. Oh, and wow. Restart. Yeah. My okay. Restarting. Okay, but, very uh, good. Yeah, the, the sound is a, yeah, the sound is a bit sketchy, but uh, it, it'll work. Okay, right. And so I just did a quick update for people. I don't know if you got my message on Skype that uh, apparently yes. the mandatory vaccine uh, going into effect in South Africa has that happened. Uh, but I just read an article about legal challenges to that mandate. So your awareness of that, uh, please. Pastor, yes. In fact, this is something which had been um, uh, on on the card some for some time. In spite of the fact that our puppet uh, president, no, I should rather say the puppet president of the Republic of South Africa, right. which of course is an eagle, the, the whole, this whole uh, monkey, <laughs> monkey uh, business. Republic, right. <laughs> monkey Republic over the past, uh, well, since the 31st of May 1910 has been illegal. Uh, as we've spoken before, I've mentioned to you that... Uh, uh, we have a four, more than 4,000-page document uh, with uh, about 15 or 16 annexes to that with multiple pages. In other words, we're looking at perhaps 4,200 pages of a document stating and outlining the illegality of this banana republic ever since <laughs> the uh, 31st. Yeah. Yeah. 31st of May 1910. So, um, I mean, this is just a continuation of this illegal Edomite Cape Dutch Africana created uh, right. republic. Yeah, well, America's going through the same thing. I've been doing shows about the 14th Amendment and how the 14th Amendment has uh, taken over illegally over the Constitution, right? So, yours, uh, ours was in uh, 18... Uh, 
46 or 47, something, right after the Civil War. Right after the Civil War. 56, I should say. Okay. And then, um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Pastor, what I wanted to say is, of course, the, the whole thing um, comes about that the Edomites had orchestrated uh, the, the capture, the state capture of the Boer Republic over a, a period of time. In fact, uh, I've mentioned about the 1850 to um, eradicate the Boers, in fact, by genocide. Right. in order for them to grab the, the uh, Boer Republics. Now, the Boer Republics have been under the direct control of this Edomite Kazarians, uh, uh, um, because that is where they emanate from, from the Republic of Kazaria. Right. And uh, in this regard, they have control of the Boer Republics in uh in May of 1910, right, and uh, they they still well they are still at it. Right. Okay. We're getting a lot of scratching noise from your end. Are you holding your cell phone, uh, or uh, you have it stationary? Pastor, uh, uh, sorry about that. I have a a um, Bluetooth headphone, and oh, okay. I've been getting. All these things are busy happening at the same time. I've been right. getting low battery messages uh, <laughs> as we okay. speak. I just managed to plug in my, uh-huh. my um, headset, charger, my Bluetooth headset, yeah. onto a charger. So we we uh, we aim for a K at the moment. Yeah, your sound improved. Your sound improved, uh, just as you were saying that. <laughs> All right. Okay. So th- this is our situation now. Uh, so. This lawsuit I was just talking about to uh, challenge mandatory vaccines seems to be what's happening now worldwide. White nations are filing lawsuits in massive numbers, and this is bogging down the system. So uh, is that the case in South Africa as well? What system, Pastor? We well, haven't the... had a decent system <laughs> over the past <laughs> Right. Okay. Go ahead. The only system in South Africa that has been oiled to the point where it is free running is the department, not the department, but the, uh, the, 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 the um, let's call it the department for the sake of clarity, the department of income, the <laughs> revenue department. That's the only one that has been oiled like you cannot believe. Yeah, uh, all the rest of them are departments. Right, all the re- sorry, all the rest of them yeah. are departments of incompetence. Which is actually Absolutely a good thing. Possible. In fact, <laughs> in fact um, uh, just prior to my coming on to uh, the show, in fact, I was busy with uh, or in a meeting um, with uh, what is an organization called Independence Commission Africa, uh, which uh, has, its, has its purpose to, um, to, to, ex- well, to, to put pressure on the government, on both local and central government, in terms of um, driving out incompetency, in terms <laughs> of the well, we, we we currently or we were busy with a a case against um, one of the local municipalities of or the local uh, 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 let's call it a municipality townships. Yeah, yeah, okay, very good. Yes, uh, there, there are numerous very popular 
uh, holiday resorts and uh, uh, along the south coast of Natal, which, uh, uh, as you can recall, when we went to to Blood River, we yeah, took, or we took the Durban Road for quite some time till we got to um, Dundee or Newcastle, and we turned off to Utrecht, etc. So, um, in south of Durban, there are beautiful. Uh, beaches and uh, seaboard uh, holiday resorts. Right. Now, the case that we are currently dealing with is uh, a case where drinking water supply had been constantly, not just interrupted, but constantly uh, abandoned oh. <laughs> since 20, 2015. So people have to make sure, uh, well, people have to go out and buy their own water because the local incompetent uh, <laughs> incompetent right. local government as instated by the uh, the the national government the ANC um, have been unable to provide drinking right. water and to control sewage Ooh. ever since 2015 we've been wow. taking them to task now on every level so you can see that uh, yeah. Uh, there is no, and and it's not just one um, local government uh, institution. Yeah. are hundreds of them across the country, where um, already or some of them, where the local government services have been taken over by private individuals or by taxpayers because of the incompet the <laughs> incompetency of right. the state. Throw uh, them out. Possibly. Throw them out. Yeah, understood. Very interesting. And yeah, and even well, in 2010. Now that is 12 years ago. In yeah. 2010, they came law that stated that all privately owned firearms are illegal. You had to make a special application for new mm -hmm. uh, new applications for the ownership of uh, firearms, private firearms. You had to go through um, a whole course and have competency uh, certification and things like that. Right. That was in 2010. The control of or the, the checking of those since 2010 is still in progress. But wow. they want to make the, the firearms illegal again. Sure. So, so instead of jacking up the system and... Uh, allowing people who are competent to have firearms to protect themselves, they have now issued a law. You cannot protect yourself anymore. A a firearm, the owning of a firearm in order to protect yeah. yourself is no legal um, purpose or no legal cause. Right. Um, any. Uh, right. However, these these state state capturers of the current government, because it's not the government. In fact, it is. Um, a, a, a bandit gang. Because right. If, if you can recall, uh, we spoke about it last year with the COVID story, the um, World Bank uh, provided uh, the South African government with something like 61 billion South African rands in order to suppress, in, in of course, quote, in quotes, <laughs> suppress COVID and other 61 <laughs> billion right. nothing ended up 
terms yeah. of the protection yeah. of the people against COVID, everything turned out to uh, be channeled into private individuals uh, R- sitting in right. high Co- total corruption, total cor- absolute okay. total corruption. Okay, but ne- nevertheless, you know, uh, uh, clean water and proper sewage, uh, uh, you know, facilities are paramount for good health. Right? Absolutely. But it is guaranteed by the Constitution. Yeah. So if the government upholds the Constitution, it basically means that the government has become illegal. Yeah, and all right. That's the situation sitting with. Very good. Very good. So maybe, well, I guess the lawsuits, uh, will hopefully, well, you really don't have a functioning government. You know, it functions in name only. So I don't know what good lawsuits will do. The incompetence level in South Africa with the black-run government has to be enormous. Absolutely enormous. Absolutely, Bossy. Yeah. In fact, if you take this back uh, to, to uh, the, the 27th of April, 1994, it was the establishment of a banana republic on the previous established banana republic <laughs> that was established in 1961 under Hendrik Verwoerd, which was based on a banana republic that was actually a hijacked situation. <laughs> yeah, Flowchart of banana republics. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, so you've had Freemason rule ever since 1919? No, Pastor. Ever since 1773. Okay. Oh, right around the time uh, of America. Under the Dutch East Indian Company, uh, the South African Parliament, uh, or initially the Cape Parliament in Cape Town, was run from the forecourt of the Freemasons uh, um, Lodge in Cape Town. Okay. That was 1773. The, the current Parliament, the, the one that was burned down now about a month ago, the current parliament was built in the in the fore garden of the Cape Town Lodge. Okay. Oh wow! Wow. Okay. Okay. And, I mean, is there any public so, perception in South Africa of the extent of Freemasonry in your country? Absolutely, Pastor. In fact, uh, I think it is very evident that Freemasons have been in control of the company since 1773, in fact, since 1652, because Jan van Riebeek himself was a Freemason. Uh-huh. People don't realize that. They're trying to attribute, or to, to, um, uh, to, to, to present Jan van Riebeek as the first Boer that made a covenant. Yeah. Now, Jan van Riebeek was no Boer. In fact, he was an Edomite. You cannot be a Boer and an Edomite. You cannot be from <laughs> At the same time. Right. Exactly. You, you well, can't. Pastor, it is bloodlines. I mean, we, you know about the bloodlines. There's no a way that you can argue away the bloodlines that That's are applicable right. in the whole, in, in the existence of the whole uh, human race today. Amen. And there are two promised bloodlines that matter in terms of the scriptures, and that is the bloodline of Esau right. and the bloodline of the house of Jacob. Yes, and absolutely. Something else I wanted to share with you. I know that there are quite a number of South Africans listening into the program. Um, something that excited me, a discovery I made last night, which... Are you there? Yes. 
discovery I made last night, Pastor, you know that um, I've spoken quite a number of times about the language that the Boers were speaking at the time of their arrival in the Cape. They spoke Dutch. Right. Remember, we've spoken about it on a number of occasions yeah, and on it's, this program. Yeah, it's very similar to the word no. Deutsch, which is what the Germans call their language. Deutsch However, and Dietz. Yeah, go ahead. However, last night, now you know that I'm busy uh, correcting the Afrikaans uh, translation of the scriptures. I'm comparing uh, text, text by text, word by word, as far as I possibly can. I'm comparing the Afrikaans translation to the the original Hebrew trans, uh, the original Hebrew text, and what I did I discover last night that the language that the Hebrews spoke, as is written in I think it is two Kings uh, two Kings eighteen verse eight, uh, it is translated as that they spoke Jewish. <laughs> That what? Is, that is what's stated in the Oh, oh, you mean Yiddish? No, no. Hold on, Pastor. Oh, okay. Hold your horses. Okay. In the, in the in the Hebrew tongue, it states that they spoke Yahudic. Oh, nice. Yahudic. Can okay. you see the house of yeah. Yahuda speaking right. Yahudic? Right. Well, would be. And that be... was the language. Right. Been okay. Hebrew. <laughs> yeah. Hebrew. Hebrew. Yeah. Very good. So. And and that made me so excited because that is most probably one of the strongest pieces of evidence that the Boers were in fact not Edomites like the Cape Dutch, but that mm -hmm. they were in fact from the house of Jacob. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, uh, well, for example, my background is uh, of the, uh, the Do Do Danube Swabians in English, the Donauschwaben of Deutsch, okay? They, uh, yeah, so they came out of uh, Par Parthia, okay, in A.D. times and brought with them a language that we call German, okay? But they learned that uh, language in Parthia, Farsi, okay? And so I bet, I'll bet there's a strong connection between Farsi, uh, German, and uh, Yahudits, as you're calling it. Well, Pastor, this, this is the good news. I've actually um, researched most probably about three, four years ago, if not longer, is that they would, the, the, even the Jews, the, cannab the, the cannibalistic, the cannibalistic Jews. Right. Indicated, yeah. Be careful how you pronounce that cannibal. I mean, cannibalistic, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay, go ahead. Well, pastor, they are cannibals because yes. they're human flesh. Yes, they are. So coming, coming back. Well, even even I mean, in the Talmud, it's written that you can have sex with a three-year-old baby girl. Right. You know that? Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, totally aware of it. Yes. Okay, so, so it's more than just cannibalistic. It is also, oh, what can we name it? But <laughs> what I wanted to say, yeah. they, they, had, they had drawn a, they had drawn a map. There's a map on the internet, uh, what they call a migration map, to indicate the development of Yiddish, 
uh-huh. as compared with that from the environs of Jerusalem, where the one branch, they don't indicate it, but the one branch they indicate as having migrated through Caesarea and having intermixed with Ashkenazism. Right. And the other branch, the other branch remaining in mm. terms of the language very distinct, Yahudi. Yeah. Right. Okay. And yeah, well, that, that is the Jacob. Right, right, absolutely. Well, yeah, now, as I understand, because people listening for maybe the first time don't understand what happened there, you know, our ancestors crossed the Caucasus Mountains into, you know, what's today, you know, called you know, southern Russia, you know, Ukraine, okay, Ukraine, Belarus, those areas. and But they vacated those, this was 750 B.C., but they vacated those areas before the Khazars, the Khazar kingdom emerged. So the Khazars were a combination of Mongols, Japhethites, and Hittites. Okay, so the Hittites the, were Jews. Actually, more than that. Okay, go ahead. Because the Edomites also, uh, many of the Edomites also migrated to Babylon. And there they intermixed with the descendants of Nimrod. Oh. And they've also migrated beyond the Caspian Sea to the environs of the current-day Crimean island and established, along with those that you mentioned, also of Turkish origin, they established the Khazarian uh, Republic. Uh-huh. And, of okay. course, they were very evil proud. I don't know whether you've seen the links that I have posted on numerous occasions that is called The Hidden History of the Incredibly Evil Kazarian Mafia. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, qu- quite a bit of information is indicated there, but I have been holding um, talks on Zoom um, for the past about, I would say, about three, three months. I've held talks on just discussing this this particular information in the Hidden history of the incredibly evil Kazarian Mafia. Okay. And there is um, there's so much to be added. So I'm adding along as we might, well, as we progress through this written um, article, it's, it's not a book, but it's an article of quite a number of pages written by two Americans. Now, I am busy adding what I find in terms of the true history of the Boers as to the effect that those Kazarian Mafia had on the history of the Boers, which is extensive. Uh-huh. People don't realize the extent in which these Kazarian Mafia had in fact established their evil footprint across the entire globe. Okay. Yeah. Understood. It's evil. Uh, absolutely, it's the most evil uh, group on earth. You know, it's Kabbalistic Jews who are descended from Cain, <laughs> right? They carry his blood and Edom. Yeah, Esau. of course. Yeah, well, Esau married into the line of Cain. You know, the, so that's the end of that story. And uh, they became known as Pharisees, and today they're known as Jews. Yeah, but Pastor, um, I. I have a different, I have it that uh, Esau 
there's a reason why Esau, you, you, you must remember when the Messiah spoke about the, the um, house of Jacob that were in, in, in enslavement in Egypt, these Edomite Pharisees were quick to say, but we had never been in uh, slavery. Right. Uh, we had never been enslaved. Um, and they related to the fact that they were also descendants from Abraham. So they could not have been Kenites. They could only have been Edomites. And the Edomites were called, the Edomite Pharisees were called the spawn of Satan. That's or right. the seed of the viper. And uh, the deceivers or that lie just like their father, the father of lies. And that seed, that spawn of Satan or the, uh, the seed of the viper relates to sperm. Sure. In other words, the sperm descendancies of Satan themselves, and the only event that could, where that could have happened was with the, um, when, when Rebecca was somehow, which is not related in the scriptures, but somehow impregnated with uh, the, the sperm of Satan, yeah. Lucifer himself, creating an, 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 or leading to the birth of an individual whom Yahweh himself says he hates. Right. Well, uh, yeah, we have discussed this many times on Eurofolk Radio. I have not seen any evidence that Rebecca bore such a child. However, since the Jews reckon their descent through the mother, and Esau married two Hittite women, yeah, we certainly have proof positive of the maternal descent uh, through through the you know the line of Cain through those two women that Esau married. You know, so now whether or not Rebecca was impregnated by something like that, I haven't seen any evidence of that. But certainly we have absolute proof because Esau married those two Hittite women that uh, the line of Cain was continued through yes. Esau's wives and his offspring. Period. Okay. Yeah. No, no doubt well, about that. Well, please continue. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I fully agree, uh, agree with you on that because the Hittite women, um, being um, Judith and Mahalat, the, okay. the two um, right wives that he took, and then also he took his cousin, which was uh, uh, um, Ishmael. She was Ishmael, daughter of Ishmael. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Now, okay. Now I have I have reason to believe that Yahweh did not say that he hated Esau because he had taken Hittite wives. I have reason to believe that he hated Esau because of the fact that he was the spawn of Satan. Could be. No. Could be. In that regard, um, I'm still busy working on the evidence of that past. Something okay. that I have uh, discovered some time ago in the, uh, but. Um, I'm, I'm working on, on uh, obtaining the hard evidence of that. Right. There are, there are quite a number of, of uh, theories out there, but the theory does not is not proven by anything right. other than hard facts. Yeah, and there might so, be something available in Afrikaans that is not available in English, right? So, yes, uh, yeah. So, okay. And the reason why these Edomites call themselves Semites is because of the fact that they um, they want us to believe that the ancestry is uh, derived through the mother, and because the mother was a Edom, uh, sorry a Semite, 
they claim to be Semites and they also ride this boat as if they are the only Semites that are on, in existence on the planet. So if you say anything about the Jews, of course you are anti-Semite. Right. <laughs> but they're not Shemites. Uh, we know they're not. They're not. Uh, it's just another charade. Another gigantic yeah, Jew, Jewish charade. Yeah, yeah. Okay, very interesting. Yeah, so uh yeah, so um uh, unless you have more on that subject, you know, maybe we can proceed to uh the story of uh, Zener van Resburg. Uh yes, Paul says we can go that avenue that oh, we were still busy, there was another answer question you on um you, you leveled at me. The okay. one was about the compulsory um vaccination. Oh right, now, okay. Uh it it is on record that on uh, various occasions Cyril Ramaphosa, the, the um, current, let's, let's call present. him the two-armed two bandit sitting behind the TV or sitting in front of the TV that we see, he has stated on various occasions that there will, nobody will be forced to be vac vaccinated. Right. Nobody will be forced. He actually stated it clearly and he repeated yeah. it. Nobody will be forced to be vaccinated. Yes. Now, my question is, in fact, there is a court order, a Supreme Court order, that was obtained to force Cyril Ramaphosa to reveal who are the masters that he is actually representing. <laughs> because, yeah. he, he, because he has uh, changed his, his, his tune on so many occasions. Sure. And he is... He has become a peer muppet or a peer puppet right. of the Fauci and Bill Gates of this world. So we, we um, a, a um, law firm in in uh, Sturm actually um, obtained a a court order for Cyril Ramaphosa to reveal who are his masters. Right. So we're waiting for it to happen. Yes, very good. Well, we, of course, we know who they are. <laughs> yeah, we, but the average person on the planet still has yet to identify, uh, un understand who is the real power behind all this satanic goings-on, the Khazarian mafia, mafia, right? They don't know. Is it, yeah. is it by, was it by sheer coincidence that Bill Gates visited South Africa and um, September of 2019, prior mm. to the outbreak of this COVID. No. Is it by sheer coincidence <laughs> that both Gates had personal contact with so many of these Gates, Dutch, Afrikaner, right. corporate, uh, corporate, corporate masters, corporate heads, pastors of no, yeah. uh, no <laughs> uncertain significance that he, he had high-level meetings with these individuals who have been in cahoots with the Rothschilds and the Jewish Mafia Amen. ever since 1652. Yes, yeah, for sure. Absolutely for sure. Well, I mean, as the lockdown continues and the demonstrations against it worldwide now, especially in Canada, America, we're going to have a convoy from California to D.C. in the spring, Okay, and uh, the turmoil in uh, Britain, where Boris Johnson has had to terminate the mandates because of so many lawsuits being filed uh, because of COVID, right? And uh, 
New Zealand, and the real basket case seems to be Australia. But I, I hear rumblings even from Australia that uh, the lockdown in Australia may be uh, you know, lifted. So you know, the plan that the Rothschilds instituted, which I must say I reported, Andy Hitchcock and I reported several years ago, that the Rothschilds had a plan to, and uh, they, it wasn't clear yet whether it was going to be a quote-unquote medical plan. This was way back in 2017, or maybe even 2015, as I recall, that uh, that they were going to institute some sort of plan. That, uh, but they had to accelerate the plan because why? Because the Rothschilds feared that the American people were no longer supporting the Israeli state, and because of that fear, they had to accelerate the plan, and uh, all the puzzle pieces were not yet fully in place, and uh, the rebellion is occurring worldwide. Praise Yahweh. Well, apart okay. from, yes, praise Yahweh for that, because um, that is, in, in fact, the uh, realization or the uh, coming to fruition, the uh, first two sentences or the first two verses of the book of Obadiah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, exactly. The people, uh, the nations are turning against the Edomites. Which is the exact- nations are being awakened Mm-hmm. By the events, I, I, I mean, you and I can 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 present programs like this uh, for eternity. We will not awaken all the people that have been awakened by the events that they have been yeah uh, that they have been finding themselves in over the past year and a half, two years. Right. Well, uh, uh, for example, a uh, a doctor who addressed a, an audience of about eight thousand people asked the audience, please raise your hand if you know somebody who has had an adverse reaction to this so-called vaccine. And he said half the people yeah. in the audience raised their hands. So those yeah. those survivors of uh, their families who either were very seriously injured or killed by the vaccine have to be waking up. Pastor, but uh, one must also remember that uh, these uh, vaccines are not all exactly alike. Sure. Some of them are merely placebos. Some of them have been um, uh, infected with certain um, components which others haven't been. So they're keeping a very clear and a very definite uh, tab. These these um, pharmacia are keeping a very clear and indic- uh, tab on the particular batches with which they have infected what sure. uh, bio uh, a weapon. Yes. So they can, for example, determine who is going to die of heart attacks, who is going to die of kidney failure, and who is going to die of... Yeah, dementia, kidney, uh, right. Dementia, for example. Uh, so, so it is by clear design that they are targeting specific people right. in terms of who gets what vaccine. Right. Yeah. And so uh, yeah. It, it is very clear that the the vaccine are vaccines are very definitely targeted. Right. Absolutely. And something I wanted to say. Something I wanted to say. It seems as if the whole of Africa's blacks have been unaffected. Those that have been vaccinated have been unaffected. Okay, so Why it's a placebo. That... It's a placebo. 
Right. Why is it that, um, for example, in Italy, specific people have been targeted and have been dying in thousands? Right. Why is it that many people who have been vaccinated, no, you can't call it a vaccine. Yeah, injected. Targeted In, by this, yes. Targeted yeah. by this bioweapon have turned around and said they have lost all consciousness of God. Right. They have lost contact with spirituality. Yeah, the pineal gland Yeah, is deteriorating. Yeah. Exactly. Yes, that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. So, so as, as these Jews, according to, to Revelations 2, 9 and 3, 9, it cl clearly states that from the synagogue of Satan, there would be those that call themselves Jews. Right. But are not. But yeah. that Jews we know have been injected as a, uh, um, as, as a deception into the scriptures because the original scriptures would not have said Jews. The, I, I mean, the, the word Jew only emanated in the 1400s. Right. Yeah, we would uh, have said Judeans. Judean is the you know, exact translation. But yeah, that, uh, that doesn't That's, mean that they're Judahites, right? <laughs> All right. Well, Judeans, Pastor, even Judeans would um, uh, indicate uh, those that live in Judea, and that was the name that was given to the territory by the Romans under the Roman, uh, the Roman mm. um, Empire. Right. The, the real word that was supposed to be in that um, Revelation 2, 9 and 3, 9 are in fact Yahudahites. Yahudahites, which, right. which means they are the descendants from the house of Yahudah. Amen. Yes, exactly. And that is why they have they have concatenated that word, first of all, to Judah, to remove the Yah right. from the word. In other, by removal of the one that the house of Jacob worshipped was removed from the name of Yahuda. Right. And that is why I have, uh, well, in, in, in my correction of the uh, Afrikaans translated version of the scriptures, uh, which I call the the book of the covenant of Yahweh in the Boer language. Uh -huh. That is the name that I have given it. Okay. Um, to make it very distinct from the Afrikaans, uh, of course, the Afrikaans being translated by Freemason uh, <laughs> church uh, hierarchy. <laughs> right, right. I call, I oh. call them church hierarchs because that is what they were. Yeah. And of course, they were also associated with the Freemasonry. So their first, their first responsibility or their first uh, loyalty is towards Freemasonry. The second loyalty to the church, whom paid the money. Of course, that being a Judeo-Christian church with right. um, with ties all the way back to the Dutch East Indian Company, all the way back to uh, John Calvin. Churchlings, <laughs> churchlings, right? Yeah, like that's another version of Earthlings, but they're infected. Right? All churchlings have been infected. So yeah, well, well, we're seeing that the the awake the great awakening process pro prophesied in Obadiah and many other places in Scripture is happening, yes. but it is birth pangs, birth pangs, the great awakening yes. and and the consciousness of Adamites all over the world that they are in fact the Israelites of the Bible and the people called Jews are not, 
This is a very painful process. Very painful. You're also stepping into that uh, uh, that trick of the Edomites because even the Hittites, even the Canaanites, even the Eskenazis are also Adamites because they emanate from Adam. Partially. But yeah. the yeah. But only ones that the scripture relates to with which Father Yahweh associates himself with is a very small portion of those Adamites. Of course, right. exactly. even the Hittites were white. Even the Hittites Initially, were white. yes. The initially were. Yes, they were. Yes, initially. Yeah. Yes. But, um, but at the time when Yahweh said to the house of Jacob that they were not to even socialize with those nations that shared the common ground that these, uh, the house of Jacob also had, was at the time when all these were white Adamites. Right. In spite of the fact that they were white Adamites, Father Yahweh prohibited any form of socializing with those people, not because of the fact that they were uh, off color or anything, but because of the fact that they were not of the bloodline of Shem, right. and they were not of the bloodline of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob. Amen. So yes. even, even Abraham's six sons that he, 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 uh, uh, that he fathered with Keturah, even those sons were outside of Father Yahweh's plan. Yeah, he never that, called yeah. the Right. Yeah, and they were kicked out. You know, not, so, so as not to interfere with Isaac's inheritance. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's very clear. I mean, it, it's so obvious in Scripture. All you have to do is read it carefully, but you also have to take the scales of Judeo-Christianity off your eyes <laughs> and read the Bible <laughs> with clear eyes. Then you can see this, the, the seed line message, very clearly all throughout Scripture. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. yeah. And, in fact, it, it continues all the way into uh, Revelations 21, 22. That's right. Be because be because they, the, the uh, four walls of the New Jerusalem only has 12 gates. Right. 12 ports. And those 12 ports have been named after the 12 tribes of the house of Jacob. Yeah, and exactly. There's an angel, there's an angel guarding every one of those gates. The only thing that is not guarded is the sewage outlet from the New Jerusalem <laughs> and I don't know who's going to crawl the, in there. The garbage gate. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, that was uh, that, that was turned into a garbage pit sometime after well, uh, uh, yeah, I, I can't remember when. It's in scripture. It tells us about that garbage pit. Right? So, and then there's, there's also, a Yeah. Go ahead. Um I don't know if you have ever read that portion in Scripture where uh, the house of Jacob had uh, battled against um, some of the tribes or some of the nations within the Promised Land, and what they did was they found that these temples that the people had erected were turned into pub public lavatories. Now, I can see in the future, not too distant from now, where there are going to be so many public lab lavatories with air conditioning and right. even with a spire to remove the smell. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, 
Right, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I'll never forget, you know, the towns that we drove through in 2014 during, you know, the Blood Blood River uh, time period of, uh, you know, the blacks relieving themselves on the side of the road, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, we have attempted to bring civilization to them in vain. And every time the white man leaves, they fall back into it. In fact, even today... Uh, I read a report, a secular report, saying that one-third of black Africans admit to still engaging in cannibalism. Right? Uh, boss, it often happens that uh, on these farm attacks where farmers and their wives and their children get killed, that um, there is evidence that uh, there was um, uh, a thing of cannibalism. But I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure whether it can be called cannibalism if a black man uh, decides to boil the head of a white person and eat his brain. Right. It's not cannibalism. Yeah. Cannibalism is if they eat their own kind. Okay. Understood. Understood. Yeah. Well, words fail us. (laughs) Really? Right? (laughs) Words in describing these abominations that uh, come from the seed line of Cain, right? So you know, people need to understand. Uh, and our, one of our main purposes here, our two, twofold purpose at Eurofolk Radio, is to awaken white people to the fact that uh, there is this seed line coming from Adam through Seth, all right? right? And there's a seed line coming from Cain, but not from Adam, <laughs> from the one of the fallen ones, uh, the, that fallen angel, right? And uh, that those two yes. seed lines are still present on the world. And the, the prophecy was that these two seed lines would have enmity toward one another until the Judgment Day. And here we are. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, something else I wanted to say about this, Pastor, is that um, um, we've, we've um, in, in our own history here in South Africa, uh, even as little as... 60 years ago, I think I've mentioned this on a number of occasions for the sake of those who haven't heard it. Uh, even somebody like Jan Smuts, who died early in 1950s, he often referred to the two separate and uh, apart uh, white, uh, or as he uh, mentioned it, well, white races. So there were two white races that came to the Cape predominantly, the one white race. Well, he never explained which the, the two white races were. Right. But it's very evident that the one white race, and, and this is also supported, first of all, by history, the true history, which has been hidden from the Boers for many years. And that is, I, I believe, one of the reasons why the scorched earth policy was requested and demanded by the Cape Dutch, uh, for which Lord Kitchener, for example, um, being in the position that he was, uh, he has um, he gets the blame for the scorched earth, but it was not Kitchener in himself. It was de- um, demanded by a Cape Dutch Afrikaner for the scorched earth policy to be executed. Mm. Now the reason for that was for all evidence that the Boers had in their houses of their own experiences in Europe and in, in the uh, journey to the Cape, and the experiences in the Cape itself had to be eradicated. And one can also see that the South African museums and archives and university archives have been um, cleared. They have, it seems as if there was a definite action 
perhaps a, a, a law that was passed by the Edomite Cape Dutch Afrikaners at some stage between 1910, um, as early perhaps as 1915-1916, that all historical evidence and proof of the Boers' true history had to be removed. Right. Because most of the, the evidence that I find is, for example, in the archives of Princeton University, the archives of the University of California, Los Angeles, the archives of the Washington Post, the Chicago Herald, the New York Times, the uh, 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 in Alaskan Anchorage Times. Why right. is it that South African history, uh, my Boer ancestors' history, has to be found in countries like that, even in India, even in Ceylon, in Mauritius, in Bengal, the Bay of Bengal or Bangladesh today. Why is it that I must go and search for my history in those countries, in Indonesia, in Vietnam? Because that is where the true history about the Boers lie. Mm -hmm. And I found it, Pastor. I've got Very good. hundreds, if not thousands of books, which actually support the, every, every claim that I make against these Edomite, evil Kazarian Cape Dutch Afrikaners is supported by hard fact evidence that I have in possession. Yes, yes. Pastor, when, when were we going to talk about the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, right. May, uh, maybe before the Judgment Day, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Pastor, because, okay, that was the first question about the, the forced or the um, uh, enforced vaccination in South Africa. You had a second question Got that right, right. Well, whether or not uh, there's a, a, a backlash occurring in uh, South Africa at the moment, you know, uh, whether lawsuits are being filed to prevent the, you know, even though Ramaphosa said we will not force you to get vaccinated, but the, it will be incentivized as it has now. But the interesting question about that is the fact that the, the only country in all of Africa that is experiencing a COVID is your country. It's not happening exactly. in any other... Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Well, well there's, there's at least two black countries that I know of where the, the presidents of those countries had indicated early on in the COVID story or the COVID uh, 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 conspiracy that um, uh, there is no such thing as COVID and that he was not going to have his people to be vaccinated. And they have been eliminated by death. Okay, right, exactly. <laughs> why? Yeah. why? Why would these evil Kazarian mafia elitists want to eradicate a black man in the, as the president of his country uh, that actually denounced this um, yes. vaccination? Yeah. yeah, there have been why at least... Yeah, there have been at least four or five black leaders who have been assassinated, even in Haiti, because the the president of Haiti, yeah. who was black, did not accept the the narrative, the COVID narrative, yeah. and all of these men have been assassinated. Right. Yeah. So, well, Pastor, yeah. Pastor, history has proven. Take for example, John Cohen. Right. John Cohen. Yeah, Calvin. John Calvin, John right. Calvin, whomever opposed him and his uh, idiosyncratic uh, um, policies were burnt at the stake. Michael Servitus, who actually pointed out to 
to um, John uh, or John Cohen that he was absurd in uh, being taking this harsh action or this hard harsh attitude against the Roman Catholic Church. Yet he was following the Roman Catholic Church in, for example, the uh, Christianizing, Christianizing of babies by virtue of the uh, drops of water on the forehead, uh, also by various other um, typical Roman Catholic uh, um, uh, mm -hmm. principles. Right. And Michael Servetus, of course, was burnt at the stake with uh, John Coe, John Cohen, specifying that the stakes or the, uh, the, the wood had to be wet so that Michael Servetus's uh, painting and his, his uh, right. uh, maiming would be prolonged yeah it'd be more painful yes. agonizing death right yeah which is typical of jewish behavior <laughs> right okay exactly. yeah yeah there's more proof that uh cohen or slight uh, aka calvin is a jew was a jew right yes. all right well okay yeah so uh we're just about out of time and uh we're we're seeing that there, nothing makes sense about COVID. there's there's not a drop of science in, in all of vaccine history, it's all been forced by the Rockefellers uh, here in America the, and the, the so-called Spanish flu, uh, which was really, even Fauci admits it was not a flu, it was uh, a uh, pneumonia. It was Excellent. a former, yeah, but, uh, yeah. So, but, but it was also the American soldiers who were inoculated. Correct. And the inoculated ones that came back... Um, and, and shed upon uh, con con their relatives. And a flu or flu-like symptom, and yes. they blamed it on the Spanish. So yes. So given the name Spanish flu, but it was never a Spanish flu in any case. Right. It, uh, it started in uh, some fort in Kansas, I believe, Fort Riley, if I'm not mistaken, where the... Yes, uh, I, yeah, okay. And then the vaccination program. Right. And yes. uh, the vaccination program was started by the Rockefellers. Absolutely no doubt about it. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you for your input today. Uh, yeah, th this is the incredibly evil Kazarian mafia that rules the world right from behind the scenes. Absolutely. Okay. All but right. Not Thank for you. long. Not, not for long. long. Amen. Thank Amen you to much, that. Pastor. Thank Most you. interesting and great uh, to, have, uh, to have been on the show. Likewise. Praise All right. Praise Yahweh. Okay, folks. That's our show for today. Beware of the evil Kazarian mafia. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.